Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. And now let us begin our time of prayer together with an excerpt from the Sunday, January 15th sermon on Acts of Worship, Luke 24, and the Road to Emmaus, preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord. It's interesting, uh, as I was kind of thinking through this, thinking through like uh, my own kind of experience of uh, in the pandemic trying to like learn how to play tennis, is that I can go over to Forbush High School and, you know, bring the boys and, and Henry loves to, he'll, he'll get on his bike and I can practice my serves and I can get 90% into the box that they're supposed to go into and Henry will go with his little bike and collect the balls and bring them back. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean I'm any better at tennis. I can go out and I can uh, work out. I can, I can do, uh, go on long runs. I can practice sprinting. I can work on my conditioning. But at the end of the day, that doesn't mean I'm any better at tennis. At some point, there's got to be somebody on the other, end, other side of the net that's going to hit the ball back at me. And that's the difference between devotion and worship. And any coach will tell you, you need to both have conditioning and you need to have the practice of playing with someone else. We need to have devotion. We need to have these private acts of piety where we're reading Scripture and praying and doing these things that Christ commands us to do. But we do those things so that when we come together as a community, we can support our brothers and sisters in the pews around us. Worship moves us from a place of isolation to a place of community. And worship is fundamentally, a lot of fundamentals in the sermon, is fundamentally a sharing in the work of proclaiming the gospel that Jesus Christ is risen. I think sometimes we get caught up in, you know, to participate in worship is to somehow lead in worship, is to somehow, uh, you know, the, the preacher participates, the choir participates, the ushers participate, the uh, sound guy, Bruce, participates. But for millennia, to participate in worship is to be part of the congregation, to sing the hymns, to offer up 
our support in whoever is praying, to join in their prayers, to receive and to hear Scripture at its foundation, to participate in worship, is to show up and be part of the con- uh, to be part of the congregation. Whether you're here in person or online, you can lift up your prayers, you can add your voice, you can share in this work together. We bring ourselves into worship. And none of these things on the back of the form are going to uh, offer you salvation or offer you uh, a better seat in God's kingdom. But they are ways to put yourself in God's way on purpose. Coming to worship, logging in to worship are ways to put yourself in God's way on purpose. And so as we worship together, as we pray together, as we sing together, as we chat back and forth, as we offer up prayer requests, as we do all these things that fundamentally make worship worship, we participate in a larger community, in a community that is bigger than ourselves. A community where we are filled with God's grace. A community where we offer up the prayers that someone else can't offer. Where we receive the prayers that we can't offer. Worship is a time and a place and a space where we, as the people of God, are able to say publicly, out in the open, that death has failed that Jesus Christ is indeed risen, and that it's not just a resurrection, a return to life as it was, but it's a transformation. And worship is a place where we can come together and speak to that transformed life that Jesus Christ has offered to us. Next week we'll, we'll talk about compassion and what does it mean to live into our acts of compassion. The week after that we'll talk about what does it mean to live into acts of justice. But all of these things work together. Our acts of piety, our acts of service, all work together, helping us to become better disciples, helping us to grow closer to Jesus Christ, who has already shown up on the road to Emmaus and said, this is what God's plan was. And God's plan is for you, was for you, and will be For you. God's plan was for all of us to know transformation, to be transformed and made new. And in worship, we pause, we pray, we sing, we listen to the word, and we remind one another that Jesus Christ is risen, that the Holy Spirit has shown up and will show up. And we rejuvenate and renew ourselves so that we might go out into the world to continue with that proclamation that Christ is here to transform, to love, and to show us 
that we are not alone. Thanks be to God. Amen. Almighty God, thank you for the opportunity to worship you. Be with us now as we pray and reflect and seek deeper understanding of ourselves and of this life together. Holy God, may we see our weak as you see us. Prayerfully review the week that has gone by. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we consider where we have fallen short, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Do I grumble or complain constantly? Is Christ real to me? Did the Bible live in me today? As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from our sermon, our worship, and our scripture text. How are you intentionally putting yourself in a place for God to speak to you? When is the time that Christ has been revealed to you through worship? What preparation can you do in your heart and in your soul to make worship more than simply attending a lecture? Almighty God, thank you for those places where you have revealed yourself to us, for giving us the eyes to see your love and your grace. Help us, Lord, to live our lives fully dedicated and devoted to you. Help us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Help us to serve you in all that we are. Forgive us where we've fallen short and call us home to you so that we might find rest in your arms, enabling us to go out into the world proclaiming your gospel. Amen. And now as we prepare to return to the business of our day, let us once more reflect upon Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all those things which had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. 
Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah would suffer these things, and then enter into his glory? And then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told them what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. Thank you so much for praying the Yadkin Examine with us today. Remember, you can always join us on Wednesdays with the Yadkin Lectio as we pray through Lectio Divina, the scripture text that is coming up in the next Sunday. You can join us on Sundays in worship at 10 a.m. either in person in beautiful Yadkinville or online on YouTube. Uh, If you'd like to support this podcast, go over to Apple Podcasts from your phone or wherever you listen. Give us a five-star rating and review. That lets other folks who might be looking for a place to pray uh, know that they have a community of prayer here. As you go out into this day, into this week, I invite you to continue to be in prayer. Seek God in all that you are and with all that you do. Go in peace, love and serve the Lord.